Welcome to the Amemba Health Academy podcast, an educational podcast that highlights health and public health related issues and showcases health initiatives happening around the globe. I am your host, Quisha Omemba, CEO and founder of Omemba Health and Omemba Health Academy. This month, we're talking heart health. But first, this podcast episode is brought to you by Acuity Scheduling. Acuity Scheduling is the best scheduling tool for busy people, small business owners, and entrepreneurs. I personally use Acuity Scheduling in my business to book more clients, get paid on time, automate my processes, and organize with the right tools all in one place. In fact, one of my favorite features about Acuity Scheduling are the intake forms. These allow me to collect everything I need to know about my clients and partners as soon as they book. Never ask what time works for you again. Stop spending your precious time going back and forth with clients and partners to schedule appointments, counsel, and then reschedule again. With Acuity Scheduling, your clients self-book their own appointments, counsel, reschedule, and even pay online with the click of a button. Acuity Scheduling even auto-adjusts for time zones, so it's great for people that work virtually like myself. Do yourself a favor. Simplify your life and your business by using Acuity Scheduling to fill your schedule 24-7 with easy online appointment scheduling. You should try Acuity Scheduling today. Get started for free with the link provided in the podcast show notes. February is Heart Month, a month-long observance where we raise awareness about heart health and urge Americans to lower their risk for developing heart disease. So I decided that This podcast episode will be solely devoted to bringing awareness to heart disease and the complications that come along with it. So let's get started. So to give you a little bit of background about heart disease and why there is a month-long observance that's devoted to it, you should be aware that heart disease is the leading cause of death for men, women, and people of most racial and ethnic groups in the United States. One person dies every 37 seconds in the United States from heart disease. About 647,000 Americans die from heart disease each year. That's about one in every four deaths. And heart disease is very costly to the United States, costing about $219 billion, including costs for healthcare services, medications, and lost productivity due to death. And that's just direct costs. That's not including indirect costs like your lifestyle and your quality of living and how it affects your loved ones or your caregivers. So what exactly is heart disease? Well, the term heart disease refers to several different types of heart conditions. The most common type of heart disease in the United States is known as coronary artery disease. Um, The coronary arteries are those arteries that actually help supply blood and oxygen to the heart. And so when you have a decreased blood flow or a blockage, maybe from a blood clot, that can cause a heart attack. Um, The same decrease in blood flow or blockage in your brain is known as a stroke. Heart disease is also commonly referred to as cardiovascular disease. So what are some symptoms of heart disease? Well, sometimes heart disease is silent. There are no symptoms and that's why it's known as the silent killer. When you do have symptoms, normally what you see are chest pain or discomfort, pain in the upper back or neck. Sometimes people will complain of indigestion or heartburn. Sometimes they'll have nausea and vomiting. They'll be really tired, extremely fatigued, dizziness and shortness of breath. 
With the arrhythmias, you can get feelings of fluttering in the chest, which is also known as palpitations. And then people that have signs and symptoms of heart failure, they have that extreme shortness of breath, especially what we call on exertion or when they're moving or trying to walk fast or go upstairs. You'll also see some swelling of the feet, ankles, leg, abdomen, or bulging of the neck veins when you have heart failure. In women, you can see signs and symptoms of heart disease or heart attack actually present a little bit differently than they will in men. So some women have symptoms, but some women don't have symptoms at all. The most common symptoms that you see in women are going to be the angina or angina, which is that dull and heavy or sharp pain or discomfort. Women also tend to get pain in the neck, jaw, or throat. And they also tend to get pain in the upper abdomen or back. Um, again, that nausea and vomiting and fatigue is sometimes seen in women as well. If you have any of those symptoms, don't just chalk it up to being digestion or acid reflux. If you have any of those symptoms, you need to be calling 911 or getting medical attention right away. So how do you test for heart disease? Well, first your doctor is going to look at things like your blood pressure and your cholesterol level. And depending on those results, the doctor may also recommend other tests to check your heart health. An ECG or EKG, which is short for electrocardiogram, measures your heart's electrical activity. Um, the doctor can also recommend an echocardiogram or echo for short, which examines how thick your heart muscle is and how well your heart is actually pumping. Or your doctor could recommend an exercise stress test or a treadmill test to see how well your heart functions when it's working hard. So what are some of the risk factors for heart disease? High blood pressure, high cholesterol, and smoking are the top risk factors for heart disease. And sadly, half of all Americans have at least one of those three. There are other medical conditions and lifestyle choices that also put you at a greater risk for heart disease. And these include diabetes, being obese or overweight, having an unhealthy diet, a sedentary lifestyle or being physically inactive, and then excessive alcohol use also puts you at risk for heart disease. So now let's talk about what you can do to prevent heart disease. Lifestyle changes can help lower your risk for heart disease or keep it from getting worse. So first of all, you really want to follow a healthy diet. And I know you've heard it before, but I'm going to say it again. Eat more fruits and vegetables. Eat lean protein and eat your whole grains. You really want to try to eat fewer processed foods, your chips, your sweets, your fast food. You want to avoid trans fat and you're going to get trans fats by eating a lot of processed foods. You want to drink more water, fewer sugary drinks, and less alcohol. Alcohol in moderation. The recommendation for men is two alcoholic beverages per day and for women, one alcoholic beverage per day. You want to be cautious of eating lots of foods that are high in saturated fat and trans fat because that contributes to heart disease. Eating foods high in fiber and low in saturated fats, trans fats, and cholesterol can help prevent high cholesterol levels. 
You definitely want to limit your salt or sodium intake in your diet, especially if you have issues with your blood pressure. Salt and water go together. So when there's an increase in salt, there's an increase in water retention. So make sure you're limiting sodium in your diet. You want to limit sugar in your diet. This helps lower your blood sugar level and helps control diabetes if you also are trying to manage diabetes or prediabetes. Aim for a healthy weight. If you're overweight, losing even a modest amount of weight can lower your triglycerides and your blood sugar. When I say a modest weight loss, I'm not talking about 30, 40, 50 pounds. I'm talking about 5 to 7% of body weight, just 10 to 14 pounds for a 200 pound person. So it doesn't take much to really see an impact in blood pressure reduction and blood sugar or blood glucose reduction. Get active, move more, try to get at least 150 minutes per week of moderate intensity physical activity. That's like brisk walking, right? Or power walking sometimes as it's called. 150 minutes breaks down to 30 minutes five times a day and it doesn't have to be all at one time. If you wanna break that 30 minutes to 10 minutes three times a day, you can do that as well. Try to do some strength training a couple of days a week for 20 to 30 minutes too, that's going to help you burn more calories. Your heart is a muscle. And so you need to exercise it the same way that you exercise any other muscle in your body. You really, really want to manage your stress. This is going to help keep your blood pressure down and help decrease your risk for developing high blood pressure, which leads to heart disease. Stress raises your blood pressure. So drinking too much alcohol, overeating, All of those things are side effects of stress and sometimes ways that we cope. If you find that you're overeating or drinking too much alcohol or even smoking because you feel stressed out, visit a mental health counselor, tell your provider, try meditation, deep breathing, exercise and physical activity certainly helps to decrease stress. Get support from family or friends. Try to decrease the amount of stress in your life so that you are not raising your blood pressure. So those are some helpful tips to help you prevent heart disease. Other health observances that are happening this month, February the 7th is National Wear Red Day for Women's Heart Health. February the 7th through 14th is Congenital Heart Defect Awareness Week. And February the 9th through the 15th is Heart Failure Awareness Week. If you'd like more information and resources on heart disease and how to prevent heart disease, visit the Centers for Disease Control website, cdc.gov, the National Institutes of Health, nih.gov, and the American Heart Association website at heart.org. This has been a quick episode. I hope you've enjoyed the information and you found it helpful. For more detailed information on blood pressure management, I would recommend you participating in the Umemba Health Academy Blood Pressure Management Workshop. The Blood Pressure Management Workshop provides self-management education and skills for individuals that are at risk for or living with high blood pressure to lower their risk of heart disease and other complications. Featured inside the Umemba Health Academy Virtual Health and Wellness Studio, This is a live online workshop that you can access from a laptop, tablet, desktop, or smartphone. The Blood Pressure Management Workshop reviews how to eat healthy to manage blood pressure, moving more to manage blood pressure, the correct way to check your blood pressure at home and at the doctor's office, how to manage your blood pressure with medications, complications of blood pressure, diabetes and blood pressure, 
kidney disease and blood pressure, and more. The Blood Pressure Management Workshop is completely free and offered on a monthly basis. Please find more information about the Blood Pressure Workshop in the podcast show notes. I hope you found this information helpful. Thank you so much for tuning in. Until next time, see you in the Academy.